Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. I'm Luke Gregory, and here's what's coming up today. Another week, another pre-season friendly as Luton are held to a 1-1 draw at home to League One side Portsmouth. Today we'll be discussing everything about that friendly. Who is going to make this starting eleven in a couple of weeks' time for the game against Peterborough? We've also had a great window so far, but is there room for any more improvements? Will more players be joining the club? get our opinion on that today and we'll also answer your instagram questions and as always plenty more after luke Vitaro was away last week on uh, well not on anything just wasn't well was he no covid uh, he's still not with us tonight he does join us on the phone days with me Vitaro's on the phone Vitaro, how are you mate uh get out my boys you all right yeah we're good how are you you you've been struggling with covid right no, you say struggling. I suppose everyone struggles with COVID, especially when you're locked in the house, mate, for longer than sort of like a week. Yeah. But, you know, I think, you know, we're not, we're not dead, so... Hey, you've got, you've got a little bit of time to recover, Bataro, before the season starts, so make sure that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, smart. <laughs> you know me, I mean, even if the season started, the day after isolation finished, I didn't feel well, I'd still be going. So that's all, that's all I'd be looking forward to right now. You'd be pretty like gutted at the moment. It's it's going to be tight, isn't it? If you get told to isolate, or if you do manage, or unfortunately, what would you do? Catch uh, I COVID. Actually, I, no, I know we're not talking about it. Talking about it, but what yeah. would you do if you get if you got told to isolate a couple of days before the game? Well, the responsible thing to do would be to isolate. Last week on the podcast, I said I wasn't going to be here this oh, week. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. What are you doing here? I was going to be at St George's Park with work. Um, Unfortunately, I got an NHS app ping on Friday and we just couldn't risk it. So here I am at home wow. seeing a very fun week of work, unfortunately. but So it's all right for you to be next yeah, to me, though. Dodgy, mate. Come on. Well, yeah. yeah, just, you know, we don't want to infect half the, the, the squad I work for before a certain first game of the season. But anyway, that's irrelevant to what we're talking about tonight. Uh, Luton 1, Portsmouth 1, pre-season friendly. We've got one more left before... The opener against Peterborough. Some three-word reviews from that game. Richard says, very good signs. Jamo says, only a friendly. Lee says, Adebayo and Onya Din... Din I'm going to have to learn to say this guy's name. Onya Dimmer. Onya Dimmer. Onya Dimmer. Oh, Jesus. Go back to school. Hey, what's his first name? Fred. Don't just call him Fred. Adebayo and Fred. Dave says, room for improvement. Bobby says, Kyoso over Bree? Question mark. Um, Jam says Campbell is class Tony why Glenn Ray Ben says Fred masterclass um, let's talk about Fred on your dim in- <laughs> this is not funny it is funny it's so good it's so good you can, can you say that let's I'm, talk about Fred on your can I just say to you I'm not ever going to try and pronounce his name I'm just going to call him Fred why can't I say it it's not hard to say is it Fred on your dimmer on your dinma. there you go Fred on your dinma. okay let's talk about Fred on your dinma because <laughs> um, he, he's he got a lot of plaudits at the weekend and this guy does look like he, he potentially could be in that starting 11 for the Peterborough game. What, what are your thoughts? 
I would say um, new coach, new way of playing, new manager. Um, he's bringing the best out of him. That's what I would say. I think I read More somewhere. Freedom. Yeah, I think I said somewhere that uh, maybe that Gareth Hayes weren't playing him in the right position or in the right place uh, in the right way. And maybe we've just cottoned on to that and we've, we're going to make him a better player. He did look yeah, very good. If you're going to play a football match uh, by just in, in, in the Wickham style, for instance, um, there's not a lot of room for football there, is there? But at our club, and it's been, you know, f- throughout the decades of watching them, that, that we've always been trying to be a footballing side. Uh, maybe, you know, we've, we struggled at times, but we've always tried to play nice footy. Um, and I think he's, he's one of those players that are going to fit in very well with our setup. So I think it's management has done a good job there he, and, and bring the best out of the player. And Batari, it was a great ball from him, wasn't it, on your dim now? And a, a lovely bit of skill on the edge of the box that brought along Adebayo's finish. And it, it's, well, yeah. it's exciting, isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, all the players we brought in, I mean, it's quite exciting. I mean, I think, you know, I said, obviously, when we first bought, I didn't know too much about on your dim, Mark. I just said it there. You, so you can copy. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, he was one of the signings when he first brought in. I, I wasn't overly excited with, but obviously, no, I didn't really know too much about him. And obviously, being at Wickham, like you said, he probably didn't play in the right system to suit him. But unfortunately, I haven't seen him play yet live. You know, I wasn't obviously there Saturday. But I mean, it's uh, the highlights that I did see, and obviously the goal. I mean, it was you know a great, great little hold up for. Wait for the movement of Ali Bio, and obviously slips him in nicely. All right, yeah, a lot of people say it's only a pre-season friendly, but you know it's positive signs. And when I did look look at Twitter, I mean, I did see his name quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah. So look, I mean, it's probably not a bad thing that he's being played more advanced now in our system. At times he will have to defend, but I'm sure. I would say with all due respect to Wickham, but you know, sod them, but. <laughs> no, I mean, he won't, be, he won't play that defensive role, I'm hoping, for Luton that he did it with him. So, look, he's obviously a player of a lot of athletic ability. So, look, let's, let's just see how it goes. Let's not get too hyped about him. I mean, we, we do that occasionally. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm playing to that myself. But, no, look, it's, it's exciting times ahead. And the stats, you know, obviously, like I say, only a friendly, but the stats. Well, you say, only, you say only a friendly, you say only a friendly, you'd say the hitting games are only a friendly too, but this is a better class yeah. of opposition. They, they, yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're cool. trying to get themselves ready to, to assault their division. Um, you know, so it was only a friendly, but a better class of opposition. And he's, you know, he's proven to be a decent player. And what a finish it was by Adebayo as well. And, and this guy, I just think, is just going to keep getting better and better. He's had a full preseason under his belt now as well. So hopefully he's going to go into this first game like really fit, really ready to go. And do you know what I liked about that goal on Saturday against Portsmouth was the way he was like clearly moved into an offside position, but managed to like get himself back onside. And then that nice little shift of the ball to get it onto his right foot to then put it past the keeper. I just thought it was phenomenal from from Adebayo. Oh, yeah. The touch was beautiful as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was beautiful, mate. Yeah, if it was, a, if it was a proper full-on league game, you'd be talking about that as a, as a magnificent goal. It just is because it's a friendly, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean too much, but actually it's showing you uh, his intelligence, his control. Um, yeah, and his finishing is great. Let's hope long may that continue. Um, Dave said, Roof, room for improvement as his three-word review. And I guess, I guess you can look at Portsmouth's goal, what, like two, three minutes later... Um, and say we can't, we can't, 
Last year, we said so many times we need to cut out sloppy goals. If we stop conceding sloppy and stupid goals and made teams work for their goals, we would be higher up the division. And I think this year, we really have to do that. Like, if we want to progress and we want to maybe push playoffs, we can't be conceding goals like we did. And I guess you could say it's a preseason friendly, so get it out of the way now. But we can't be conceding goals like that at the weekend. No. No, it was it was almost a bit of a hoof, wasn't it? When they, when they were getting it through, and it was it was a gift. Where were the defenders? Where were the midfield? That sort of thing. Uh, you're right. We we don't want to be making those mistakes in the full season. But so room for improvement, yes. But if you're going to make those mistakes, make them now before it counts. Burke's got to win that header, Batara, hasn't he? What's that, sorry? Burke's got to win the header from that long ball up uh, upfield. Well, mate, to be honest, when the ball's in the air, I mean, you'd expect any defender who's over six foot three, six foot four to wear anything in the air. And he's a big boy, so yeah, 100% he has to. But look, like you say, getting the stakes out of the way first. Obviously, I know we're talking about it like it is, obviously it is just any other game, but we can't, we can't, you know what I mean? We can't look at it too much. Maybe the players take the foot off the gas, but maybe, maybe, you know what I mean? I don't know. But... At the end of the day, like I said, overall, six foot four, six foot five, whatever it is, he has to be winning the ball, yeah. And he has to be getting rid of that. It's like we said there, though. As long as he does that against Peterborough and then against West Brom and Stevenage in, in the games that we've got coming up when the season starts, then mm-hmm. all will be forgiven. Um, well, especially against the likes of West Brom, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're not gonna be, there's no mistake. Right? You can't make it any kind of mistake against them. They're all punisher. They've got yeah. quality. I think the other thing you've got to think about with the new season is some teams will now know that we're here to stay uh, and they won't take, you know, teams like Luton for granted, if you if you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm. I still think you'll see a lot of that this year. Well, I think you'll get yeah, it from the fans. Yeah. You'll get it from the fans. Yeah. But there'll be some people that will go, or some teams that will uh, attend and go, do you know what? These are not going to be easy to walk past. That's what I would say. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited the about the, time, the like squad, that. yeah. Well, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm, at the same time, though, we, we still got to sit there and go, like, you know what I mean? If people go, oh, teams like Luton, we just got to take it on the chin and laugh at them. So we know we're better than that. Oh, I don't so, mind. I mean, fans are fickle, aren't they? Um, you know, if they, yeah. if they don't beat us, then it'll be teams little Luton uh, rubbish. But, you know, we know what we're like, so no bollocks to them. That's it. And with Portsmouth's goal, I did notice a few people on, on Twitter having a little pop at Glenn Ray basically saying like he clearly didn't follow his his runner. The guy who scored the goal was left to just run run free into that space. Are you surprised we haven't signed a new CDM or a new central defensive mid that, that can push Glenn Ray for a starting spot or maybe even yeah. get into that first I'm not, team? I'm not really surprised at all, to, if I'm honest. You know, obviously, like I said, I, I won't now. I can't really have any sort of like reserve judgment about how Glenn Ray played or how he didn't play, but... All I know is, obviously, I know it's a very split decision on him. But, you know, we've got, I think, you know, you could, probably, you could play Morel there, for example. Morel is a player that we keep forgetting about as well. He is a, de- a definite player that he's played holding this series. I know people say, obviously, he's worked right defensively, sometimes isn't there, blah, 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 and whatever. You also got Teddy can free play there. I don't think, you know, we need another holding mid, realistically. I think Glen Ray can do a job still. I still I'm still going to say it. People might not agree with what I'm saying, but that's fine. Opinion, but I mean, I'd like to know your opinions, boys. What do you think on this whole situation, Glenn Ray? I'm just thinking, um, he's done okay for the club at the moment. Um, yeah. everybody makes mistakes, you can make mistakes all day long. Um, you're right, Morel could come in and, and not do that. I, I really don't have a strong opinion against Ray at all, at all, you know. 
some players are consistent all the time. Maybe you want him to be a bit more consistent. Maybe. I just think if you want to get someone better in than Glenn Ray, you're going to have to spend a bit of money. And I, I don't know if it's one of them things where if there was something out there that was better than... Like Nathan Jones always says it, we'll only take someone if it improves the squad. Maybe yeah. there was no one out there in that central defensive mid that was going to improve the squad. Or, you know, maybe you'd have to spend yeah, two mil on it or three mil on a, on a CDM that's going to come in and do a job. So, I don't know. I guess we just got to trust trust Nathan Jones that whatever happens this year... You know, and look, Glenn Ray, like, let's be honest, there was a stage last year where we loved having him in the squad and it wasn't until we maybe a few little tiny errors were creeping into his game, but you know, he was out injured in that first season back in the championship and his first game was against Nottingham Forest away in that three, one defeat. And I remember thinking, wow, we've needed this in our team. So I don't know. I think again, like you think it's a fresh season for everyone. Let's not write anyone off yet. Let's get behind all the lads. They've had a preseason in them and Let's just see how it goes. That's what I think. I think game one counts, doesn't it? Game one counts. If 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 uh, he plays in the first game, then you can judge him when it's for real. That's what I would say. I mean, he's he's like you say, he's not been bad for us. Yeah, maybe just right. not as not as consistent as we want him to be. That's all I'd say. With the starting eleven that played at the weekend, could you see that being our starting eleven that plays against Peterborough? Uh, to be honest, I'm trying to think exactly who played now. I mean, who played what mid? He started. I'll tell right you. Right. I've, got, I've got the list. I've got the starting 11 right here. So we had Sluger, Bree, Burke, yep. Bradley, and Potts. Then we had yep. Ray, Campbell, Clark, Cornick, on your Din Dimin and Come on, Fred. And we had Fred and Adebayo. Um, um, I, can see, I can see him starting Pelly for definite. Do you reckon? I don't. Yeah, I do. I think. I think. I think he'll put him in. I'll put him in. I think Campbell might start. I don't. I can't see Pelly playing if he's just returned to the squad. Well, I. I. I can see him putting him in. I think Pelly has to fight for his place. If I'm, if I'm honest, in my opinion, yeah. I, I think Pelly has to fight for his place. Yeah, I think he hasn't had a preseason really. Obviously, I don't know that much. Have all. Sorry, all haven't had much of a preseason. But for me. Kelly hasn't had that, you know, that extra bit of training. I know he was away at national or whatever, but, you know, he's had an extra two, three weeks away. He's only just re-signed. I think, uh, do you know what? I, I'm going to say, I think he has to fight for his place. I don't think he's walked into that team anymore. Okay. Well, that's, th- you know, that's a good point. Um, I would say 100% Clark starts. 100% Clark has yeah. to start. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he's phenomenal, really, let's face it. We always wave about Clark. We all know what he's about. He can play number 10 as well. He, he's pretty good on in number 10. Yeah. Well, you look at you look at the players that are not in the starting eleven from Saturday. You've got the likes of Cal Naismith, Tom Lockyer, uh, Mendez yeah. Gomez. You've got Musqui. Please tell me how you pronounce his name. Is it Musqui? Musqui, Musqui, yeah. Musqui, Musqui. I'm going to refer you to an old cartoon. Can I just call him Admiral. Just call him, just call him the Admiral. Yeah, yeah, call, yeah, yeah there we go. Call, call him the boss. Call him the boss. All right, I don't know what that means, but well, the Admiral is the boss of the Navy, isn't it? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, there is so many options. That's the problem, isn't it? There so, is so many options. So that's not going to be your starting eleven, then, is it? I don't know. I really don't know. But can well, I just say as well, left back for me has to be Nate Smith after his performances last season or the end of the season. He, I think he's phenomenal. You can't take him out of like, the team, sorry. Just on that, I think Potts is more of a centre back and a back three for me if we play that if we play that system. But yeah. For me, if it's a flat four, I think Nate Smith plays. I can see that. 
Um, one of the three-word reviews from Bobby said, Kyoso over Brie, question mark. Um, what, would, what do you guys think on that? Because I know we spoke about this briefly last week. Bree's come out in the press in the week and basically said he feels like he's going to be a different player this year. He last year he couldn't get going because he had a few like little injuries. So he's thinking maybe this year he's going to be a bit of a bit of a I don't know better all round player at right back. But it's it's a tricky one. Who are you gonna who are you gonna play at right back? For me, for me, it's got to be Kyoso more athleticism in the squad. Bree for me strikes me as the kind of player that can't be trusted defending. Because I think we said it last season when Jordan Clark played right back, and when Bree came on, he played sort of like right wing sort of position, and they turned, you know, it alternated between him and Clark. But if Clark is trusted more at right wing back than Bree, obviously I know obviously it doesn't really matter sometimes, and obviously you know confidence sometimes the issue and fitness, but that to me screams out a massive sort of like you know what's going on there defensively. Is he going to use Bree as an out and out right back? For me, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm thinking, put Kyoso in and just see how it goes. I think it could be one of them things that he's going to learn game by game playing in the championship. And I just think we'll just get better and better and better. But he needs that kind of like that break to get in and cement that spot. That's that's yeah. that's, that's a pretty good summary, really. Um, given that experience, he's had experience in the lower leagues. He's performed well in the lower leagues. So, yeah. Give him a chance because there's always the backup that you can take him out of the team. Yeah, so but I don't, I don't even think it's like a risk playing someone like Kiosa. I don't think you can look at that and go, oh, well, it's too risky because I don't think he's clearly a talented player. I don't, I'm not saying it's risky, but you just like you say, you need to give him that chance. And if you don't give him that chance, you're never going to know, are you? That's that's the thing. He can he can do it in the lower leagues. He's done it well in the lower leagues. So why can't he just step up? We've said this before well, about any player. Yeah. This is, is another thing as well, is right. He got given the chance against Man United in the Cup. And let's face it, he was absolutely fantastic when he was phenomenal. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Well, he's got a man in the match or whatever. But, you know, this is what I mean. We can't, obviously, we, we can sit there and go, oh, yeah, is he going to do it? Is he not? Blah, 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 whatever. What's going to happen? But look, we'll never know because we've never really given him the chance. But like you say, we've seen it in the lower leagues. But we've also seen it in the one game that I remember him starting was against Man United in the Cup. Yeah. And they also done it there against some, you know, some yeah. real talented players. Oh, I'm not saying it was their first team, but you know, it's still a team that compete in the Premier League. So look, why not? Give give the boy a chance. He needs the chance. And for so people, you don't, shine, you don't prove yourself. Yeah, exactly. And for people who will sit there and go, well, he's never played a champ or never played a championship game, and he was at Bolton and Northampton. I think you just got to look at who we've just signed Mendes Gomez from, who we signed Adebayo from, and people yeah. are people are buzzing about. Carlos and people are well were buzzing about Ad, uh, Adebayo and, and even more so now so I think it's one of them things where give him a chance give him a little run in the team and you know let's see let's see what happens yeah, yeah. exactly that happens. Exactly. You, can't, you can't prove nothing without a chance no so, I think I think chance, I think he'll take I t- 100% think he'll take the chance and 100% he will say we'll be saying about him what a great start what a great player he is I think that's what's going to happen should we say, producer Jacob, make a timestamp of this moment in the podcast and go back and clip it if Kyoso has a worldy season and post it in a year's time? Yeah, do that because it makes me sound really good. And if he has a terrible season, still clip it and then just say these guys clearly do not know what they're talking about. Thank you. Um, so more 
news then, if we move on from the Portsmouth game, Jay, producer Jacob's on the per running order today. has got general news slash transfer rumours. Always love a good transfer rumour, don't we? Yeah. Um, new contract for Harry Eisted today. I saw mixed reactions to this on social media. Um, well, hang on. What, 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 sorry, did he get given a new contract? Yeah, yeah have you not been did. on socials today, mate? Oh, Jesus. No, mate. No, no so yeah, there Harry Eisted got a new contract today. A oh, lot, brilliant. I'm happy for him. Yeah, a lot of Luton fans were, were happy. I did see a few comments from people saying, why are Luton fans getting excited about Harry Eisted? He's never played a professional game before or for the club in the league. Um, but... I don't know. I I kind of don't hate the idea of Eisted's playing. I, he's clearly a talented keeper. Oh yeah, I mean third choice as well. I mean, let's face it. I mean, I think we've all seen him play a little bit, even if it's like you know for the reserves or whatever else, or whatever you call it. But no, I mean, look, he's. I I like the kid. I've seen him play before a couple of times. I like the kid. But look, yeah, he's pretty. He's not going to break into our first team, no doubt. But it's always good to have some good cover in it. And also, why why not give the why not give the guy an opportunity? Why not? You know, if if he if he's on if he's with us, you know, he develops more. He might move on. He might become the keeper that we want. Never know. Well, exactly, and that's why I don't that's see why, it as a why is it an issue a problem at all? Because it's like if he goes, you then just go and sign another young keeper who's ideally not going to be first choice, or you go out and sign an old an old keeper who you look at and think, well, we've only got him for a couple of years and. Yeah, is he better than what we've got? So I think it can't go wrong with Harry Eisted. He's either going to really improve and push Shea for number two and potentially or, Sluger for number one, or he's going to leave. Yeah. yeah, exactly that. Yeah, so I, you know, good luck to him. Well done for him. Um, no, to be honest, I, I see a few things like that on Twitter saying give Harry Eisted a new contract. But I was all for that because I, I just couldn't think of a third choice keeper. I'd well. So I don't think you can, let's face it, none of us really know much about third choice keepers, but if you've seen this kid play, you know he's a half decent, you know what I mean, solid. Didn't he make his and debut against the, MK Dons in the JPT one year? I think we beat him 3 0 and he played and he was really, really good that day. Yeah. Or 3 1, I think it was, but he was really good and pulled oh, off some worldy saves. Oh, yeah, right. See, I, I, I can't remember. I've drunk about. A thousand points. He's a young player. He's looking to develop. He's looking to get, you know, you know that professional contact. Why not stay here? Why not get better? Um, and, you know, what, uh, you know, for his own development, it's a good decision. And for us, third choice keeper that could become a second choice keeper. Why not? Um, so we got... One more preseason game before Peterborough. Brighton at home on Saturday. The game's been played for two hours on Saturday. I'm not going. Um, oh, what's that, sorry? sorry. The Brighton, Brighton friendly at the weekend's been played for 120 minutes. It's going to have four oh, quarters. Really? Uh, so it's going to be a lot of waiting around. I could see I could see in your mind there you're trying to work out how many... How many... Uh-huh. You were, you were four quarters, two hours. I could see you working it out. What do you mean? I wasn't working out. I was trying to think of. <laughs> I went to, was it Basingstoke v Luton one year, and it was four quarters, and it was hot. The thing is, yeah, the day started off really hot, so I was in shorts and a t-shirt, and it got to like nine o'clock at night. It was getting dark, and we still had like one more quarter left, and I was like, I really just want to kind of go home. Um, Right, you know Basingstoke's got nice white sand that turns to like absolute ice? No, evidently not, mate. 
I think I think with the two hour thing, right? I think that what that says about our squad is it's big. He still is not a hundred percent certain of who wants to play where and when, and uh, it gives them an opportunity to change the the tactics a lot. So and and the team a lot. So you know, good luck. Hope they enjoy it. Do you reckon, or do you reckon it's to get everyone a full hour? Yeah, every, get everybody on the pitch, yeah, and 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 see who he. I don't think he still knows his first starting eleven. So I think it gives them an opportunity against a better opposition, again. And hopefully, at the end of that two hours, he'll know who's starting when I go back to the Kenny. Yeah, exactly. And what I can say is, I know for a fact that Campbell is going to play. He's going to start. Well, he's I hope you're right, because everybody's excited about Campbell. Everybody's very excited about him. Yeah, I did see people raving about him the other day as well on social media, which is quite nice to see. Yeah. Look, I think we're all excited because, of, I mean, firstly, post-COVID, we're all going back to watch. But we, we feel that we've got a strong squad and the, the fact that we're sitting here going, who's going to start? How are we going to get these? And, and the list of players, you, you, Luke, that you said earlier that, that didn't play on Saturday. Yeah. And you go, oh, God, I forgot about all those. Exactly. So it's a really tough decision. But whatever it is, you know, it's going to be great fun. Well, let's get into some Instagram questions uh, for today. I think we've covered most of them. Leo says, do you think Nathan knows his best 11? I think we've all agreed no, no. on that. Um, I really do like this one from Dan. He says, would you rather Watford get relegated and Luton scrape survival or Luton get promoted and Watford get into Europe? I think that's pretty easy, that one, isn't it? I'm not answering that kind of question. I never do. I'm never never going to answer that either. Well, I'm going to answer it. Uh, There's no way I want Watford to go to Europe so they can piss off. Uh, We'll have Luton Luton scrape survival and Watford relegation. Yeah, definitely. And we'll get promoted the following season. There was no caveat on that. So the following season, we go up a stronger team and we stay in the Premier League and we, we, we spank Watford twice. That You're saying it. if Luton got the chance to get promoted to the Premier League this season, you'd say no. No, of course Watford I wouldn't, Europe. but this is a bloody would-you-rather yeah, no, question. It's I'm a would-you-rather question, right? No, no, absolutely not. Um, you just said yes. You said well, you'd no. rather... So, okay, so Watford then go into Europe and, then they, and, and they, win, they win it. Who cares? They won't win it. Who cares what Watford do? Let's focus on ourselves and in five years we'll be in Europe. Uh, yeah, I, I, like you, I like what you're saying there, Luke. All fair, just focus on ourselves. Yeah. But I, I think it's point. I, yeah, no, I agree. Hang on, on the, 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 the involved in this conversation. I'm not even investing myself in this conversation. Dan, you're warped. That's what I'm going to say, Dan. It's a warped question. You should have asked it differently. So, can you re- rephrase it so that I win that argument? Thanks very much. Look, all I'm saying is, who cares what Watford do? Me. Yeah, no problem. I can't really care what they do. I can't MK stand that team. I've had too much crap from Watford supporters that I know. Um, so, uh, Dave, you just haven't battered them enough. Oh, man, I tell you. It if it was the in. Champions League, I might consider the other option. But if it was like the Europa Conference League... Oh, well, then that doesn't mean anything. Then they so, can go play uh, like yeah, a yeah, no, see, see, this is what I meant. You needed to be a bit more particular <laughs> with that question. Yeah. If they got Champions League, they can piss off because yeah. you'd never hear the last of it. They can go to Narnia on a Friday night and play... Yeah, some snowy team yeah, or something. Like, some anyone will care. Yeah, okay. So uh, now you've clarified it, I'll take um, I'll take promotion and them in the stupid league. Cool. And they get knocked out by somebody in Ireland. <laughs> All right, then. Nick says, "What's the worst bit of stadium food you've ever had?" <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's the worst bit of stadium food, but I can tell you a story that one 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 year we went to Charlton away, and uh, everybody went and bought the meat pies and I said they were extremely hot and two people decided that they wouldn't believe me 
and they bit into them and they blistered their mouths because they were so hot. Um, normally, I stay clear of uh, away food. I was at Arsenal one year and I did decide to have a burger and I regretted it um, instantly when I got home. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't say too much information, but with the sponsorship of today's podcast, I'm unsure TMI is a thing we should be worried about anymore. Um, for me, I think uh, Forest Green away, the first time we went there in the conference oh, days, yeah. and like you heard about all their vegan stuff. Was vegan? Vegetarian? Yeah, vegan, vegan, isn't vegan, it? yeah. And it's like, I think one of my mates Probably ordered vegetarian. a burger. And it wasn't real. I don't know what we were expecting, but like, I think we were expecting a proper burger, even though we knew it was vegan, and it tasted awful. It was I had, awful. I had fish and chips. What, at Forest Green? Yeah, fish and chips. It wasn't real fish, though, was it? It was fish. <laughs> of course it was real fish. How can it be real fish? It was real fish. You can't eat fish if you're vegan, can you? I'm not a vegan, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> True. Oh, I don't know. Taro, any yeah. worse foods for you, mate? No. Look, boys, you know me. I don't really eat food at football. I'm more of a beer man at half time rather than a pie. But where's the worst I'm beer getting... you've had then? The worst? Oh, mm, fuck it. I've a few of them. Um, pretty Millwall, you know. Uh, some dodgy beer I've never even heard of. Some pretty cool something like Angelo Donatello's or some shit. I don't even know. But Brilliant. all yeah. I know, it tasted like, it, it tasted like pissy licorice. <laughs> at 12 o'clock on a, on a New Year's Day. You don't only taste that shit, boys. Trust me. I mean, I don't know what it was. That I cannot explain. I didn't. Even, I don't even think it was. I don't think it was made out of malt, barley, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's probably made out of like, I don't know, melted down Lego or something. It was horrendous. And if anyone knows what I'm talking about, please, like, please, like, <laughs> open the sound and let me know. If you, uh, please tell me you know what I'm talking about because the beer at Millwall is dreadful. There we go. We'll put that I think to it the might test. Be um, sorry to YouTube, the video's just gone. I don't know why this happens every single week. I think I can only record in 30-minute segments. Well, Therefore, don't start it again. You did it last time. Okay, you I'm going to... You need to sort it out, man. You, you need to get a better camera. Down, I'm going to restart the video, and whilst I do that, we'll leave you with this message from today and our sponsors. Well, today's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They've just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, all across Europe. Yeah, you heard that right, the 4.0. You can join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code OWENTHETOWN at the checkout of manscaped.com. Batara, you've, uh, you've you've shaved your balls before, mate, and you nearly cut yourself, haven't you? That's very rude, but yeah. No, <laughs> you're right, though, right, man. I mean, you've probably watched me a few times. So thanks so much to Manscaped. They did send us the Lorma 4.0. I've got it right here. This thing is actually really, really good. It's got a nice little LED light, which means you can see... Uh, well, you should, well, you can even hear it. Oh, God. But yeah, <laughs> really, really, really good this. And you know what, right? There has been a few times, I'm not going to lie, where I've done it in the past. And when you catch yourself, it's sore. It's not fun. And it makes you nervous when you do it. But this takes away all them nerves. I'm not even, I know it sounds like you're making up, but it, it actually takes away all them nerves. 
Greg, can I just say, mate, it's a good job it's got a little LED light as well. Because you don't need much power for your little dodge, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, brilliant. <laughs> anyway, this upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can gauge a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave, like like that. There you go. Uh, the lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to custom <laughs> even allows you to customize your trim for additional guide lengths with sizes one to four. It also has a lovely new wireless charging system that uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. It's waterproof as well. It's literally everything you want. It's really easy to use. It's simple. It glides. It doesn't cut you, and honestly, makes you a lot more confident. Dave, you're not saying a lot, mate. I know it's, it's weird talking about this with your dad, but it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit too much information, but uh, I do have my own one, so I'll give it a go later. Okay, that's too much information. Way too much information. Well, either way, it's um, yeah, it, it's really good. Um, I think my girlfriend Andrew agrees as well. So. <laughs> well, you can go and get twenty percent off and free shipping. Uh, at manscaped.com by using the code OWENTHETOWN. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Manscaped again for sponsoring us for one month. It's quite exciting. Yeah. And basically, 10%, 10 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20% right. off. Manscaped.com using the code OWENTHETOWN. And um, yeah, good yeah, go, go check it out. Honestly, I'm not even like I know we recorded the ad earlier in the day. Yeah, but I'm wearing their boxer shorts now, and I know I did last week. I did the show in the boxers. Yeah, but you didn't show anybody your boxers last week. They're really comfortable. YouTube, look, you can see them now. Yeah, not a very good view. Though. Um, a few more Instagram questions then before we leave you for today. Mark says, "Who will get the most assist this season?" What are we guys thinking? Ooh, oh, that's a toughie, isn't it? Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah, hello. I don't even know where to start with that question. I think, you know... Henry Lansbury. It's difficult. I don't think he's going to play a lot. No, maybe Jordan Clark. Yeah, Clark. Mendes Gomez. Can't you not put that out as a a question? Because I... It's so hard to know. Until you know the start of 11, you don't know, do you? You know, the the one that you think he's going to start every week, then you can make that decision. Um... I like this one Hello, from... Who? Luke Berry. Luke Berry. Ah, uh, wow. okay. play. Oh, there you go. You never know. You never know. Uh, Jam says, with 30 players on the books, who should we get rid of? I think there's a few fairly obvious Elliot ones, isn't Elliot there? Lee. Go for it, Bataro. Elliot Lee. Danny Hill. I can't see a well, Danny's, Danny, I think Danny's done, isn't he? Um, yeah, I think they're just looking for a new club for him. You know, we said this last week, didn't we? Or, or the week before. Um, yeah, he, he's he's done his time. Thank you very much. But I can't see him getting in the team. I think you probably said the same about Elliot Lee as well. I, I, the way, I don't think, like, who should we get rid of? I think it's just come to a stage where we've outgrown these players and they've done so much for us. And we can be so thankful. But like we said, it's time to rest our sentimentalness. Yeah, it's natural, progr- it's, it's natural progression though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you get to a point where you go, thank you, you've done really well, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. And, uh, you know, we've done that in the past, we've lost some players this uh, the, the, from this squad and you've got to move on. Tom says, it's a bit late, but what did you think of Graeme Jones coaching England? 
It is a bit late. I think how much influence did he really have? I don't know. Well, it's impossible um, to tell, isn't it? Yeah, like, at the end of the day, I know we all memed it on Twitter and we yeah. all had a bit of banter and some fans took it seriously. But look, it was all a bit of fun. Um, bannering on, on no, social you, media. You can't blame me for taking that opportunity. He's done well at, um, is it Newcastle he's at now? Um, he's done well he's there. Aware, he, he's done well with them. And, um, you know, he obviously brought something to the game. Well, we got uh, to a, a Euro final. If, if yeah, he had any then, influence on coaching the team, then fair play, they're getting us to the Euro did final. Did he? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, well, in all fairness, in all fairness, Graham Jones, like, <laughs> I thought we just need to leave him alone a little bit. Just let him crack on with life, isn't it? Because I think <laughs> us as Luton fans, or some Luton fans, like to get on his case a little bit. I mean, I have nothing against the bloke. No, I mean, I, I hate wherever he's going to be done. And, do you know what I mean? Just let, the guy, just let the guy have it. Hey, listen, when he joined the club, everybody wanted him to succeed. He wanted him to yeah, be. The, he wanted him to be that you know the next of well, at the time the next Nathan Jones. Obviously, you know you, you get an untried uh, manager in. He didn't. He didn't do it. Obviously, he wasn't up to it. He's probably better at the job he's doing, and that's what I say. And it's and you know for the for the England staff or to become part of an England staff, they must regard him quite highly. Yeah. yeah. So you know. I mean, so part of Belgium as well. I didn't think of about Graham Jones coaching England until we didn't win. <laughs> I didn't even, I, do you know what, even then I didn't think about it if I'm fair you know good luck to him I wish him well and if he could help England win something then you know fantastic and all I will say boys right all I will say to everyone is about Graham Jones obviously apart from the fact obviously he seemed like a decent bloke and out when, when I like, met him and that but apart from that he isn't a Paul Buckle he's not a Richard Money so you know what I mean let's, let's, let's let him have it let's let him have it I agree yeah. He's not a Richard money. He's not an absolute wanker. <laughs> so, you know, just, just give, him a lot, give him a little break. You know what I mean? We have no feelings towards it. Just let, let it fade a little bit. He's not a Richard money, like I said, because that guy was a complete and utter fucking toss pot tray, man. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I love the way you say that. Uh, uh, well, I think Instagram question wise, that's, that's all we got for today. Um, we're slowly getting back up. This is our pre-season as well. We're slowly getting back up to uh, to speed, aren't we? Right. Can I just say a couple of things? It, one, one, one thing, if that's all right with you. Yes. You don't know what I'm going to say. The look of fear in Luke's eyes there was amazing. Uh, Over thanks to anybody on Twitter and uh, Facebook and all the other things that have said happy birthday to me. That's oh, been yeah. brilliant. Thanks for that. Um, is it 60, 65 now, is it? Shut your face. And thanks very much, mate. You're not, you, you didn't say nothing. Right, okay. And I've, I've, I've noticed that there's there is one individual whose name will not be mentioned, but he'll know who he is that's campaigning for my birthday present football kit to be released. So please get that done, Luton. If we're going to have a new football kit, please tell me when it's going to be so they can get that post bloody present to me. Thank you. Present, cool. Um, and I guess the last one for us is that we are going for an award for best podcast in the oh, football yeah. league. Yeah, get on and at sign the football that. content awards. It's going to be um, a really nice awards night in October, I believe, at a really nice hotel. And it'd be great if we could get nominated and have a potential shot of winning a medal with loads of other talented creators out there. Um, basically, the way you can vote is go onto Instagram. Go on to the Football Content Awards Instagram page, find the photo that says best podcast EFL. 
and comment at Owen the Town. Or the other thing you can do is go onto Twitter and tweet the words. Oh, I'm going to get them up here. I am nominating Owen the Town or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Look, go on Twitter. It's there. Here you go. Michael Sullivan's just voted for us. What a legend. He says, I'm voting for Owen the Town in the FCAs for the best podcast. Um, you can tweet us in as well. We also have a nice little DM here from it's a football be- player who's going to come on our podcast hopefully soon. Fantastic. Secret, you know, it'll, be a big, it'll be a big ask for a club our size to get a podcast result like that. But, you know, if you can, it'll be fantastic. Well, exactly. And, and ask your listened, friends as well if you would If mind. you've listened this far and you enjoy our podcast, it'd mean a lot to us if you could drop us a vote. Um, that's all we've got time well, for then yeah. this week. Can I just say, also, as well, if you hate us, then please don't. Just, just don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, you were very missed last week. There was a few comments on the YouTube channel saying, we miss we miss Batara. We, we hope he gets better soon. So as long as you're here is, next is week. That li- is that a line? No. Oh, <clears throat> hang on. Am I here next week? No, you're not. You're on holiday. I'm on holiday. Well, but I'll be here for the one that counts. That's all that matters. Yeah. All right, that's all we got time for today. Thank you so much for listening. Get us on YouTube as always, Owen the Town, and we shall see you next week. Bye.